Welcome to the Skin Club Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Rachel. And I'm Alita. Welcome to the club. Hello, hello. Hello, Welcome guys. to the Skin Club Podcast. Welcome. Um, hope everyone had a great weekend. Happy Monday. So... That threw me off because it's Wednesday. <laughs> oh my gosh, it is Wednesday. I th- I just sat for a minute oh and gosh. that long pause was me thinking. I'm like, wait. I was like, shiz, is it Monday again? I am oh tired. Gosh. Well, this comes out on a Monday, so happy Monday, guys. <laughs> it's Monday for you guys. Okay, let's just do our weekly favorites. Hey, let's jump right in. Um, do you want me to start? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so my weekly favorites. So... This past week, I've had two ultrasounds to see baby girl, which has been so exciting. Baby T. Yes, baby T. Name hint. But... Um, you told people, right? I didn't just expose it. No, I've, I've said baby <laughs> T, but I haven't actually said her name just because, you know, it's like subject to change until birth. And right. so I don't like want to say that it's for sure going to be her name. But I did have my first sign. And I've been like looking for signs sign. of like oh for that like her it name. needs to be her name. And I had my first sign Wait, because you did? my I had a client that brought in a gift, and the brand of it was the name <gasps> of the girl. I know what it is. <laughs> Shut up. So it was cute, and so I'm like, okay, maybe that's a sign. It's meant so, to be. Yeah. So I don't know if I've explained this before, but. With Jovi, I had like 30 different things that like led me to her name, pointed to her name. And so I just felt really connected to it. And I have had no connections to this baby's name. So I'm looking for some because I just, I'm someone that's very sentimental and I have to have reasons. Sweet. (laughs) But yeah, we've been able to see her twice this week because. Um, we had our anatomy scan, and with the anatomy scan, they like measure their brain, they measure their arms and legs, and count their fingers and toes, Aww. and make sure they have lips and a nose and eyes and all the things. So the first time she was just in a little ball and was face down, wouldn't show anything, and then today she was like jumping and kicking and showing her face and being so cute. So yeah, it was so fun to see her. Um, so that was one of my weekly favorites. Um, and then, oh my gosh, guys, I got a 64 ounce Stanley. It's huge. It's a half gallon and I only have to fill it up twice a day instead of four times a day with my 40 ounce. I love my 40 ounce. Already inspired me to buy one. But it's so nice to only have to fill it up twice yeah. instead of like then having to remember. I feel like going through one of these is kind of like you won't forget if so you've had one. That's a half a gallon. That's a half a gallon. Wow. Yeah. So when you drink two of them, it's a gallon. Um, And I've been hitting a gallon way easier than I ever have since I got this thing. I'm so excited for mine to come in. Wait, what color did you get again? Blue? I actually don't like it anymore. I... We were sitting, guys, we're having a movie night last night. We're at Alita and Ryder's house and I seen by that Jason. Was like three nights ago. Yeah, that's three nights ago. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm tired. Four nights. It was on Saturday night. And it's was Wednesday. it Saturday and now it's Wednesday? Because you didn't come over Sunday. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. So anyways, Lita was telling me about this and she showed me hers and I was like, oh my gosh, I need one. So I got on the Stanley website and I was like, Jason, which one do you like? He's like the blue and green one. So I'm like, okay. So then I bought it. Then after I bought it, I was like, wait, I don't really like it. Oh my gosh! Did you order another one? No, because okay. it's I, it's fine. We'll just it's give it, still give it gonna to work for Father's Day as like a father to be 
someday in the far future. That's a good idea. Whenever that is. But <laughs> either way, it's still a jug that I can yes. put water in. So yep. and I'm excited for it. Or put stickers. Oh my gosh, I should paint it. That's paint a great it. idea. I love painting. Yes. Just don't paint like the Stanley sign. Oh, you know, yeah. like the little bear with wings oh. and a crown. Is that what it is? Yeah. You haven't seen it? I just never really looked at it to know <laughs> what it is. I just thought it, I just know it's a symbol. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so yeah, I love my Stanley. And then I use these like true lime packets. Like it's like the true lemon brand. But I get the true limeade ones and they're like limeade. <laughs> they're so good. <laughs> they're so good. So I put two of those in my giant jug and it just like is so freaking delicious and I can chug it so fast. And then I pee all day. Um and then my third weekly favorite is HelloFresh. And it's just so nice, like not having to go out and buy groceries and have everything like pre-measured. And I wish that this was sponsored. I know that I was just gonna such say such a good segue. <laughs> Which was a sponsor, but we're we, not. We will someday, someday HelloFresh will sponsor us, but not today. But until they do, I will continue to buy their things. We have had like, I think we have like five weeks worth of HelloFresh planned out. Like we're going to take it to the beach with us. And it's so good. Yeah. And I'm just so excited. And frankly, it's cheaper right now than buying groceries. So we've just been loving it. And my husband, he cooks. He's the cooker of the family. So I come home to like a freshly made HelloFresh meal. Wow. This literally should be an ad. I should just submit this. Don't say any like, more good things until they sponsor us. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah. So that's just where kidding. I cut you off, HelloFresh. But yeah, um, if you guys aren't on the HelloFresh train, you just need to, especially with freaking grocery prices nowadays. It's worth it. So, yep. That's my, those are, I guess, those are my weekly favorites. What are yours? First, can I just say, I feel like you influenced me so much. <laughs> Like your weekly favorite skims. I got skims the next oh, yeah. week. Your weekly favorite this. Well, I got it already. The Stanley. Your weekly favorite HelloFresh. I have a coupon now I I'm going it. to use. Yeah. Just you influence me. <sighs> Thanks. I try. <laughs> I should just be an influencer. You should. Quit my day job. Okay. Weekly favorites. So I've, this isn't really anything new. I've been using this for a while, but I just kind of recently got a new one. But the Jane Iredale powders. Is it the oh, trio one? Like the one that has all three? No, just the, just the powder. Just the powder. Nice. I have loved this since SD school when I went to Acadia. I will say I don't love their cream foundations. Okay. I feel like they're pretty thick and I yeah. don't love the coverage. But I like their tinted moisturizer and their powder because their powder, I feel like, gives such good coverage. I love it. Like, so such good coverage like every time i just put powder on people are always like oh my gosh what are you wearing i'm like really literally just jane iredell powder Ooh, that's so nice that's it i love that so i'm obsessed with it um also don't know if this is bad or not <laughs> but i'm always honest with my clients too and they come in and they're looking at liquids i'm like eh, mm, unless you're like super super not dry like you're gonna want a powder powders oh, yeah i just don't like the creams yeah i don't that know why sense. i just don't love the way they said. Yeah. But the powder and the moisturizer, the tinted moisturizer are amazing. So that's my weekly Sweet. favorite. And I feel like it's great for summertime too because it's so easy. Like, yes. I don't know. Just I just don't that. like to wear a lot, especially in Arizona. It's hot. Totally. I just want to put light coverage on. Yeah. So that's my first weekly favorite. And my second one is pool days. 
I've been having so many I'm pool so days. Jealous. Just me and my dogs. <laughs> I love it. I see like every day you freaking post on your story. I've been I'm posting. Like, I want to be by the pool. It's so fun. <laughs> and my cute doggie, Stella, it's so Aww. fun because she loves to swim. So like when I get in the pool to like cool she off, in? she'll <gasps> swim to me. Yeah. Oh and then when I go lay on like the chair she'll go lay on the chair next to Aww. me and like she just follows me back and forth and it's That's so cute how does that not burn her paws i don't know because <laughs> she loves it like sometimes i'll go in and i'll be like hey stella come inside and she'll just look at me and like want to stay outside and sunbathe like oh my gosh she loves the That's sun so cute wait i told you about my sister's dumb dog right no he's a water dog and can't swim <laughs> and like has like literally no idea how to swim but he jumps in. Well, he burned his paws, like, Aww. like literally like, raw to the crisp. Poor baby. Like he needs shoes. Well, and he just like, I guess my sister was over at my other sister's house, and he was like running up by the pool, and it was hot. Like around the edge of the pool was so hot. She has like a tile almost. Yeah, it burns. And he kept like bouncing his paws like in the water, like on the step, and then jumping out, and then in the water, and then jumping Aww, out, and like running around. Poor baby. He was literally burning his paws the entire time, <laughs> and like trying to cool them off. But then would like go burn them again by Aww, running around on the patio. Honey. And it's like, figure it out. <laughs> like, <laughs> and so my sister got him like Crocs. Good. Little doggy Crocs. But he cannot walk right now. Like Poor he is baby. laying down. Can we healing. get him some beta gel? I'll buy him beta I gel. <laughs> I know. He needs it. Honestly, he needs some. But that just reminded me like, put your dog's shoes on yeah. if they're going to be outside it right now because it's so hot in Arizona and it's like 150 mm-hmm. degrees on the freaking pavement. Yeah. I will say when I am outside with the dogs, I have the hose running oh, on nice. the concrete. So like That's smart. they like to play in the hose and drink the hose Cute. water. So I just keep the hose running so it keeps the concrete wet and I they can drink that. it when they get thirsty. So that's Cute. what I do. But You're a good dog owner. I love my doggies. <laughs> but really quick... <laughs> stories so in arizona hot super super hot i this is when i was like maybe 10 11 12 when i was young we were at a water park and i had a planter's wart on the bottom of my foot and i was supposed to go get it lasered off i got home that night and it was gone oh my gosh (laughs) the cement cinched off my wart (laughs) oh my gosh wait is that crazy to get those a lot when i was little is that yeah, from, like being barefoot outside. Yeah, just from being barefoot outside. Okay. But yeah, no, literally the pavement running around at a water park burned off my ward. Oh, crazy. That is kind of funny. I know. It like sizzled it right off. I know, which <laughs> it was kind of good because I was like scared to get it laser. So feel or just go sizzle. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. Do we already say our updates? You're doing it right now, right? Or is that your no, because I say my weekly favorite is pool days, and then I went on a tangent. Oh, do you have any more weekly favorites? No, that's it. Okay. Tell me your update. Okay, so this week I hit twenty-one weeks pregnant, pregnant is so fun. I feel like now the kicks are big, and it's so fun because I could like see it on the ultrasound when she was kicking and feel it at the same time. So that's like when it starts to set in a little bit. Um, so twenty-one weeks this week. Um, I, I feel like I should do like more pregnancy updates cause I don't document my pregnancy well. So maybe I can like go back and listen to these and like remember what it was like, but yeah, my belly is huge <laughs> and it's feeling so tight and my belly button is doing like a very tight 
squeeze <laughs> on the outside <laughs> because my skin's getting so tight. Um, but I've been using the Osea, 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 however you pronounce it. I don't it. know, but I know the body oil. About. And I've been freaking loving it. I feel like it helps so much not to get so itchy because during pregnancy, you just, ugh, everything itches. Did it die? No, I was just making sure my mic's on. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Um, but another weekly update is I have been doing interviews out my ears and it's been so fun to like get to meet so many people. Um, and then another update is my car battery died. And so I had to get a new one, which was not fun, but it just like, it happened. (laughs) And then I ordered some, I ordered too many things this week and I don't regret it, but I need to slow down. I ordered um two super goop sprays, like body sprays. Oh, are there sprays? Like sunscreen sprays. I literally had a client asking me about sprays today. I was like, yeah. super goop's a good brand, but I don't know if they have sprays or They're, not. They are not entirely clean, clean as like, you know how I like clean products. You right. Know? So they're not entirely clean, but they are fairly clean. Okay. The only like clean, clean sunscreen that they have is their unscreen sunscreen it's called unscreen it's like they're non-tinted non-she or non-shiny anything it's just like they're plain sunscreen okay which you would think that would be like what they put inside of the bottle that you spray yeah it's not (laughs) so i'm gonna have to get a new one for jovi just for the beach because I got to for her, especially because she's the one that like runs away from me. And so I'm like wanting mm-hmm. to spray her, but it's not clean, which I found out after I placed my order. So I might still use them anyways myself. So we'll like, see. or I'll take them. Yes. Um, and then I ordered some swimsuits. Um, I posted about them today on my story, but they are from a company called you swim. I, this is more of just an update. It's not a favorite yet until I get them and I try them. So we'll see if it ever moves up to the weekly favorite section. But um, it's a super size inclusive company. It's like a one size fits all. Like it'll I fit me love that. all throughout my pregnancy and after. But literally like you buy one swimsuit and it fits size like extra, extra small to like 4X. That's amazing. Or Excel. I want one. I know. And so I have been wanting to get them for a hot minute now. Like I've been eyeing them for probably a year and a half. Mm-hmm. But I have just been really skeptical because they're like mm, $130. Oh, let me know how you like them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I was like kind of nervous to invest in them. And then I was like, you know what? But if I just get these, like I will use them literally for the rest of ever. Like, yeah. I don't ever have to get a new one because I don't have to worry if it fits me. Right. So, and I figured, I don't know if this is my last pregnancy. It might be, probably is, but just in the hypothetical that I'm pregnant again over summer, which is, I'm two for two right now. So, we'll see if it happens again, but um, yeah, I'm just excited. So, I got um, like a tank top version with lower rise bottoms. And then I got a one piece. So I got this one in this color. Cute. I love green. I It's so That's cute. That's so cute. cute. Green. And then I got this one. Oh, I like that. So it's pretty amazing that it's just like one size fits literally all well, for swimsuits. Like, and it's a one piece, which I feel like it's even harder. Yeah. But it's amazing. 
I have, I think I've talked about her before um, on the podcast, but her name's Carly. Yeah. And her Instagram's Carly Buys Things. And I was talking to her, like, I told her, like, you need to make a buy guide for pregnant people because I am at a loss. I am not fashionable when pregnant and I want to be, but I don't know what to, like, what I'm doing. And so today she posted, like, a whole thing about pregnancy and, like, style, fashion, everything. And amazing. Yeah, she came in yesterday and we were talking about swimsuits and she says that she has four of them. And she's like, they so she are loves. like my favorite ones. So I was influenced. I bought them. And then also I shopped the skim sale today and I got their um sleep set. It comes with a with a top and a bottom. Mm-hmm. And I'm dumb. And I thought that it, like in the picture was just the top. You bought two. Um, I bought two bottoms. Oh, no. <laughs> so now I will have two of the same color. But I'm like, I mean, I'll just give one to you then. And then um, I bought a robe. A robe. Ooh, I didn't know they I had robes. Robe. So now I am going to have a robe. Amazing. So I'm so I love, excited. I live in robes. I probably really? need to get... I have so many robes. Ugh. I probably need to get rid of some because <laughs> I don't really have any more room. That's funny. But well, I love them. I'm excited. I'll let you guys know if I move them to my weekly favorites but yeah tell me your weekly update um so my hair is dark again (laughs) megan's gonna kill me i i know i'm that difficult (laughs) hair client that's like i want to be blonde now i want to be dark and i've just realized again that i just love being dark i got home last night from work and I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, nah, I'm done. So oh. I got my hair color because I have professional color that I can get with my license and I just toned it. And so now my oh, hair, nice. so I didn't like put permanent color or anything on them. So I just toned them darker. Okay. So I just slathered it on my hair. Thank you. And I'm dark again. I'm not going to go light. Every time I go light, <laughs> I end up not liking it. And I feel like I'm forcing myself to like it because yeah. I want something different. Yeah. So... That's You're just it. A dark girl. <laughs> just back dark. I love it. That's fun. <laughs> but that is all. So I feel like we've been on so many tangents. But anyways, <laughs> time to- for dear Esty. Yeah, today's topic is dear Esty. So we asked for some last minute questions, and we got some. So we, per usual, will go back and forth and give our best advice. Yeah. We're going to try. <laughs> um, disclaimer, we are not licensed professionals or therapists of this, of like advice. Right? Just our opinions. Just our opinions. <laughs> okay. So we're going to start with this first one. It says, how do you balance life, work, growing social media, relationships with your spouse and family, self-care, hobbies, etc." I don't know. I like don't really have a specific answer. I think I just feel like I don't feel guilty doing things for myself. And so I don't know if that helps or not because I know some people feel very guilty doing things for themselves and never put themselves first. I'm a self-care lover. Like I love my self-care. I treat myself to facials whenever I have time. Mm -hmm. I love my injectables. I love getting massages. And I know that's so simple, but I, I make time for me. And so I don't feel like I really have a hard time balancing my life because I have my set work schedule. I feel like the only thing I probably could work on more is um, 
social media. I'm on social media a lot creating content and I should probably set times that I'm on social media so I could spend more time with my family. I think that'd probably be my biggest one, but I treat myself. Yeah. Treat yourself. Don't feel bad. It's not selfish. Yes. What Um, would you say? I feel like I'm, I am kind of in a rut with this right now. Actually, I'm still trying to find the balance of life and I don't know. I feel like I'm just in a place right now in life where I'm like forced to kind of hustle before baby gets here. Yeah. And like my life can't be slow right now. And so I'm really trying to take a step back and like the days that I'm not working, like truly not be working. And that for me is so hard because it's always on my mind. Mm -hmm. Like it's constantly running through my brain and I just can't stop. So um, I think truly like turning off my phone and like remembering like you're being present be present and like forcing myself to live in the moment and to be there um and then I like to do check-ins with my spouse I feel like that's kind of helpful just like to see where we are and like I mean I know that I am pouring like drops into my relationship cup (laughs) like I am not filling it very much right now and so that's something like I know I need to work on and I've been mindful of that and very apologetic at like my shortcomings but just trying to figure out the balance you do the best you can yes and that was that was actually something that I'm really grateful for like just with starting to like be on my own for work was I do feel like working for myself at this moment will provide more flexibility for me to maximize my time with my family and like my time to be a mom and then my time to be in business because I want to be able to feel like I'm giving a hundred percent. And if I know like that I am like I'm giving whatever I can to work and then to family and just knowing that for myself, I'm giving a hundred percent, even though if it's like, 12 to 20 hours of actually being at work a week like I know that's all that I can do and that's what I'm able to give and then if I need to cut back I can because I can make my own hours and that's something just with right now being a mom now of two I've been really wanting to be present during this time when my kids are so little because they're not little for very long and I keep realizing that because every time I blink, Joey's bigger. <laughs> well, exactly. Everyone's so. <laughs> I, everyone's life looks so different. Yeah. Everyone's balance is going to look different. And so I think it's like, don't look at your neighbor. Don't yeah. look at what they're doing. Your balance is going to look different. Yes. And I think something that helps is like writing down your priorities, like making a note in your phone or like literally like writing it down every day of just like, what do I want to get done today? Yeah. And like, being mindful of the things that you want to put energy to, I think really helps because then you can check that off and be like, I made the effort to be mindful in this or put my energy here Mm -hmm. and kind of manifesting that you're going to be more in those areas that you're trying to prioritize. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Did that make sense? I hope so. Okay. Next question. How to get clients to purchase more pricier lines, never pushy, but I also carry face reality and most, oh, and most clients don't want to spend more on is clinical or is clinical. The other line she carries, 
I'm never pushy and recommend what I need to from each line as needed, but clients don't want to spend more. I think you just samples. Just fit. Yeah. yeah. I like had an idea of what I want to say. Samples for sure, but also try out a line or try out a product. Yeah. I feel like I've tested products from different lines. Like I've tested face reality. I've tested climate. I've tested uh, skin better. And there's a huge quality difference. Totally. Like not in a bad way. Like those yeah. other lines I still love and would 100% recommend, but there's a quality difference. Totally. Have your client feel it. Yeah. Um. So I think, I mean, the lines that are like face reality, for example, that's a freaking easy line to sell because it's a very good price point for yeah. a professional product. But I feel like for me, it's easiest to sell skin better like right now, because I'm, I'm carrying Glymed Skin Better and Face Reality. And Skin Better is my highest ticket items. But it's the ones that I'm personally using, the ones that I believe in. Like if you, yeah. with my whole heart. And like, I think if people can see your passion and like your knowledge, like if you do extra training for these lines that you're trying to sell, um, because you genuinely believe in them, your clients are going to see that. And I've, ac- I've actually asked my clients this week, like, why do you buy product for me? Like you just dropped $700. Why? Like how did, how could you come to that term to spend two car payments right now on skincare? Mm-hmm. You know? And again, everyone's life looks different too. So different. And so like, I think, well, what they had told me or this client had told me was just like, you, like, you know what you're talking about about these products, you tell me that you think that's going to work best for me. I trust you because of like your expertise and your knowledge. And you can just tell that you're passionate about them. And if they didn't work, you wouldn't be doing that. And like, also the proof is in the pudding show before and afters to your clients. Um, I have like their little marketing sample cards that I like to show, or like there are books that come with certain lines that you can show them, like, look at this before and after. Mm hmm. And I think showing clients that and then, um, but also like being mindful of your client's need and like not trying to upsell them and just being genuine. And like, I don't, I don't know. Sometimes it's like you acknowledge, like, I know that this is pricey, but I promise it's worth the investment. If you're able to say this ingredients in it, this is in it. This Mm -hmm. is why I recommend it for this specific concerns. Just I think explaining the why as compared because they're going to be like, well, why shouldn't I go get this over the counter? Yeah. Like, can you like they need to know the why and why they're putting their money there. Totally. So I like that you said education. I think that's huge because yeah. I'm that way with my like when I go places. Totally. I want to know why. Like, why should I get this filler over this filler? Like, totally. explain it to me. Yeah. Like uh, an example that I like, I think it's really cool to like show statistics if the company like yes. has those. Yeah. Like, cause a lot of lines, they compare their product to very popular products out on the market. And you can probably even just message your rep and ask them for like mm-hmm. more details about certain products, but something, for example, like Alpharet, it's a retinol that has zero irritation and outperforms 4% tretinoin by 55%. Say less. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> its if part. you can say that, it's like, that's a okay. Big deal. A lot of people who are wanting to use retinol have been on out al- or been on tretinoin from their dermatologist, and like yeah. they're sick of the redness, they're sick of the irritation, and they just trust you. They're like anything but tretinoin, please. Yeah. <laughs> 
So know your, know your stuff. And if you believe in it, I feel like that gets easier to sell and just continue, continuing your education. Yeah. Helps a lot. hundred percent. Okay. Next question. What are your thoughts on laser hair removal? I love it and I want to get it done. Yes. Um, I just think before you go anywhere to look into where you're going, um, look at reviews, talk to people if you know people who have maybe been before, because I feel like it's one of those things where as an esthetician, I've heard other estheticians say this. So if anyone has an opinion on this, let me know. <laughs> But just that a lot of times, sometimes laser doesn't get everything when the setting isn't turned up high enough. Oh, yeah. And so I feel like going somewhere where you know that the esthetician is confident, but also yeah. not going to hurt you totally. or whoever is performing it on you. Does that make sense? Yeah. I'm trying to figure out how I want to word that. Just like make sure it's a quality that you're yeah. looking for and paying for because it's not always super cheap. Exactly. So yeah. I love laser. I love it. Loved it um, with a D, but also with an E. I love and loved Why? it. Um, so I, last summer, I was like, oh, yeah, laser hair removal time. I started it like a year ago. I was going to say, you were on it. I did it for seven sessions, mm -hmm. and I was a little naked mole rat. You know, I did my full Brazilian and underarms, and then I got pregnant. And, and then hair comes back. It's yeah. right back. I mean, it's not like coarse or anything. Like, I can't complain, but it's there. Yeah. And it wasn't before. So I would just say, like, do it after you have kids. Because if you're, like, planning on getting pregnant, like, I literally did it the seven months leading up to me getting pregnant. Like, I had to cancel my last appointment because I had just gotten pregnant. I'm like, gosh, freaking dang. I didn't even get to enjoy it, you know? Yeah. So... I know that's where I'm at. I like, no, I don't want kids anytime soon. But also I'm like, I know I will eventually. Right. right. So I would say just, I mean, if you have money to do it several different times, do it. But it's not like a one and done thing. Like after once like series of like seven, you're not done forever. Like you have to keep going back. Yeah. Which I'm like. Honestly, it's better than having to willy-nilly shave down there and with a freaking I'm a, spiky razor. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm a baby with waxing. I've gotten waxed so many times by Liv. She's amazing. Yeah. She's so fast. But I am such a baby because I have such coarse hair. And she told me I have coarse hair. Oh, yeah. Luckily, we're friends because, like, when I'm in pain, I laugh. Oh my I gosh. laugh at everything. profusely. I do. <laughs> like, I'm, like, laughing so hard the whole place can hear me. So, luckily, she's my friend. And she, like... <laughs> That's so funny. Can deal with me. But yeah, I'm a baby with waxing. So that's why I really just want laser because I feel like it's yeah. way more tolerable. Laser is not that painful. It's quick too. Um, it's quick. Oh my gosh. If you guys need a recommendation for a girl in the Phoenix Valley, I have one. Her name is Maria. She does a great job and she knows her shiz with lasers. Like she, she's a smart cookie and I have like had the best experiences with her so message me if you want to see her and then i'll send you her instagram i want to see her i think i did message her actually a while ago and then i just never went yeah i should message her again my husband's actually seeing her and my sister-in-law and my brother-in-law like Amazing. my whole family sees her now and it's just the best i love it so yeah we love laser hair removal yes okay okay 
So the next question says, when I first started and tried getting my name out, oh, just kidding. <laughs> These are in boxes, so they're they're condensed. They're con- they're very condensed. <laughs> Translating. Okay. When when you first started and tried getting your name out, what did you charge and offer? Also, what brand did you start with? Do you want to answer that one? Because I feel like you have a better solo experience starting your career off solo yeah so I started my career off solo I'm not solo anymore because a solo life is not for me (laughs) (laughs) um but when I first started and tried to get my name out I I messaged a ton of people ton of people I wasn't going to like door to door like that or anything (laughs) she's your summer sales girl I'm not trying to be a summer sales bro but yeah I just did a lot of um what's the word communicating Mm -hmm. communicating with people around me I did local giveaways with people who were in the same area I was so I was working at glam studios and if you don't know it's just a studio suite where you can rent your own room and I was renting a room and there's two buildings and so there's so many renters there. So I would do giveaways with different waxers there, different injectors there, different hairstylists. Like I just was trying to meet people around me because chances are if someone's going to get their hair done in the same place, why wouldn't they want to do something else for their self-care? So I just tried to market in that way. Um, I also follow a bunch of people on like local like Gilbert accounts yeah there or wherever you are there's usually an account that has things to do in your area and I went through the followers and followed people who look like they could be potentially interested in skincare and I actually have gotten clients that way and it works so that's a great tip I've seen success with yeah um so I didn't I started off working for a waxing place right out of school and then I started working at Revive and then I recently just went off on my own so I kept my prices pretty comparable to my last job just because I had seen clients for almost two and a half two-ish two to two and a half I don't even know Mm -hmm. something years and so I feel like why would I cut my prices in half if they're if that's like what they've been paying and like frankly like with now having expertise i think it's important to value yourself and something well, there's more value when you have all that experience right. when i oh there's nothing that bugs me more than when girls charge nothing for facials because it's like okay like then that knocks down the quality of everyone else's it's like if you only charge i don't know like 10 bucks for a dermal plane it's like okay well it hurts the industry as a whole and you in a nice way don't be that person don't yeah. be that person that charges forty dollars for an amazing hour-long facial right. like that's not your worth yeah like even if you're fresh out of school like you're worth you more deserve than more than that <laughs> like you, you do a lot for school like exactly. pay off your school think of it you're charging for your expertise like not only school but all your expertise your continuing education mm-hmm. you do also your equipment your product like Everything adds up, but think about your time. Your time is money. Totally. So I would say like, look at people around you kind of in the same place of career, maybe like kind of same, like similar stage of career as you are. 
and then just make your prices whatever you feel like you're worth and then add ten dollars <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and then what brands um did you start out with i just knew i have wanted to carry skin better for a very hot minute and so i was just so excited to be able to carry it um so that was like the number one that i grabbed along with face reality because i know face reality is just a really good price point for a lot of my clientele with them being acne clients so that's what i did (laughs) um okay how did you grow your social media and advertise yourself or how do you years (laughs) guys it has taken me years um this is probably really repetitive because I feel like so many people are talking about it recently but it's so true I was talking to um a receptionist at Revive Lexi today Mm -hmm. and I was telling her because I was making reels out front on my break when no clients were there I was like I hope no one walks in because I'm like (laughs) hopping around in the lobby but um reels are so so good so I've just noticed whenever I make reels with my face I get so many views so for me my average views on a reel like a skincare reel Mm -hmm. is like anywhere from the hundreds to two thousands like that's pretty average for me yeah and the past little bit I've been doing like reels with my face on it with like education and my last one I did is like almost at nine thousand views oh nice and I'm like wow like that's amazing it, people aren't just saying it to say it like it really works when you post your yourself so I think sharing your face is huge um also getting an app to lay out your aesthetic make it look <laughs> Me pretty texting you last night <laughs> yeah no seriously like it makes it look so pretty and my feed used to not be cute at all I mean, I think it's cute now if I say so yeah. myself, <laughs> but it used to not be aesthetically pleasing at all. And one of my good friends in the nicest way is like, Hey, I love you. Your work is incredible, but your feet is not pretty to look at. Really? And I'm like, you know what? I appreciate you being honest with me. Like, can you help me? And she helped me. And then I kind of got into my own rhythm and my own aesthetic to see what I like. Yeah. And um, I got, it's called In Preview. And there's a couple different ones, but I use In Preview and it just lets you lay out what pictures you want to do. So right now, if I go to my In Preview app, I have, let's see, let's count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13 of my next 13 posts planned out. And it makes it nice and easy. So I don't stress about social media as much as I used to because of this app. So everyone needs to go get this app. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. It's amazing. It takes me hours to make a post. And it frustrates me because it's not even like that I overthink it. It's literally like nothing comes to my brain. And I feel like who cares? Who cares to see that? And I know that people don't like they're engaging in my things. And so like they find it interesting but I get imposter syndrome so bad. Yeah. Like all the time. I'm <laughs> just like, do people care? Do people care? Is this educational enough? Or is this too educational? You know? Just, just do it. Just post it. Yes. But I do feel like the the posts that always do the best are the ones that have my face in it. So Or Jovies. Or Jovies. <laughs> Frankly, Jovies was the only freaking one of my things that went viral. That was amazing. It has like, I want to say almost 300,000 Can I just say, I feel now. like 
you started that. So many people are doing <laughs> that now and you started that. I know. I freaking, oh. I mean, I, I love seeing so it. It's so freaking cute. I love seeing the babies getting but facials. You started that. So good job. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So put your face on your social media. It helps. It does. Okay. Next one. I want to take better care of my skin and I have no idea where to start. Help. Um, message us. <laughs> I would say prioritize your home care first. 80% is home care. 20% is facials. So, yep. um, also depending on like whatever your skin concern is, um, take a look into like triggers like if you're having acne like if foods are triggering or certain events are triggering um just like the flare-ups and try to pinpoint what it is so you can get down to the root cause of whatever's causing your skin concern but start with home care products and then work your way into facials as you can start to make those investments yep i agree nothing to add okay um what's your favorite product for acne so my favorite products, depending, it, I think it depends on what kind of acne you have. Um, for like congestion, acne, like the little bumps that don't have white heads quite yet. I really like Mandelic. I feel like Mandelic is so good from Face Reality. Mm-hmm. Um, benzoyl peroxide is great, like little spot treatments. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. I love Alpharet Clearing Serum. Everyone is just like drinking it right now. So I'm not not mad about it. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and the Alpharet Peel Pads. Oh, those are good. Those ones. For body acne, holy shiz. Like even my brother-in-law has, he is someone that gets like cystic acne like all the time. Like mm-hmm. very bad cystic acne. Um. But he has been using them like on his chest and I want to say like on his back. It's been helping. Um, Ryder gets ingrowns, especially like after his laser appointments. It's just like he's so inflamed. Yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> um, And so he's been using like different um, like the Mandelic scrub from mm-hmm. Face Reality. Um, I know one of these questions is body, like favorite body products. So that just kind of those are mine as well yeah, love that. as long or as well as the osea for myself yeah. for my stretching body also i didn't even think about that there are so many different types of acne and so there are so many different ways to treat it and that's why yeah. we do say to message us because totally. <laughs> some for some acne i'd be like let's get you a benzoyl peroxide scrub and yes get that but then there's other types of acne where i'm like do not put a scrub near your face so that's why totally. i think it's so yep. important to message um or if you're like me and you just get blackheads <laughs> all the time, you want a scrub. Yes. You need the serious action mask from Glymed. That yes. is the best thing for blackheads. Oh, so good. Salsic acid to eat up that oil and the beads to break up the so compaction. Good. So that's another Love one it. I thought of. Yay. All right. Wait, is it me? Yes. Okay. What well, helps you decide what line you want to carry? Um... I think doing your own research and testing them out for yourself. Yep, 100%. And I I mean, technically, since I'm working for another company, I don't pick, but I believe in every single line we carry. Yeah. 
And I wouldn't post about it if I didn't. Totally. So. You yep. can see, like, where you're passionate, you know? Yep. Um, how do you not feel defeated when the industry is so saturated? Oh, I've felt it. <laughs> I've cried a time or two. <laughs> and I think it's so normal to feel it mm-hmm. um, because it is growing so much at such a fast pace, which is amazing. I think it's so cool, but it can be a little intimidating because everyone has a friend of a friend that's an esthetician. Yes. Um, so I, f- I think the hardest way it's hit me is just like, clients maybe still see me but not getting product through me anymore yeah because they have a sister that's an esthetician and things like that so I mean in that way it's frustrating but at the same time there's so many clients to go around that I just tell myself you know like sad but Mm -hmm. it is what it is like it's okay to feel the feelings yeah what are your thoughts um I think something that's helped me is to change my mindset and say it's a community not a competition like yeah Yes, it is competition technically, like, in the workforce, I guess. Like, everyone's a potential client. Yeah. But when I'm feeling so defeated, I'm like, but how lucky am I that, like, aesthetics is becoming so popular? Like, that people actually care to take care of their skin now. Because when I was just graduating esthetician school, it was like, hey, can I do a facial on you? And people were like, eh. Exactly. I don't really prioritize that. Now people are like, I want to start prioritizing this. This is so important. And so I think... Kind of just changing that mentality of... There's more people interested now. Like, there's so many more people interested because it's growing so much. And frankly, like, you're not going to be an esthetician forever. And so just be grateful that it's going to continue after you with other smart people. So Exactly. And I think also helping... Use the other other estheticians around you to build a community. Yeah. I could name so many estheticians in the Gilbert area that I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, I know you. You're SDM. Yes. You're young love skin. Yes. Like I could go off and off about so many estheticians where I'm like, I've never met you in person, but I love your profile. Mm-hmm. I love that you support me. I'm gonna support you. Yeah. Um and I love that. Build a community, ask each other questions. I've learned so much of what I know from other estheticians and um, even Jessabella said this when she came on. Like, it makes such a difference when we help each other rather than yes, fight yeah, for clients. Well, people can <laughs> see like when you're a community kind of person. Yeah. Um. And yeah, just like the more that you connect with these people, like make them your friends, and then you won't see them as competition. Yeah, I think also helps. But remember that no one, there's no other esthetician that is you. Like, you are unique for your own reasons, and just be your genuine, authentic self, and that's going to be the reason why your clients pick you over the girl next door. Yeah. So. Exactly. Yeah. There are 7 billion people in this world. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. What helps you stay motivated, and how do you avoid burnout? Good question. Um, I think my clients, more than anything, help me stay motivated, like, when I get like reviews, those are always so awesome. <laughs> yeah. And then um like seeing my clients progress, it's just like seeing the reason and like being reminded of why you do what you do. I think that that is just the most motivation. And so trying to 
focus, I think, yeah. on those kinds of things. Um, and then how do you avoid burnout? Take breaks. Like, separate yourself from – it's genuinely, it's your phone. <laughs> Turn off your phone. It separate is. yourself from work because half of our job is literally online. So mm-hmm. turn it off um, and try to change things up. Like, change things up in your protocols and – Start learning new lines and doing things that are exciting to you, like that bring you back to why you do what you do. Yeah, I like that. I think I would say, I mean, similarly, yes, when my clients leave me reviews, like I jump up and down. I'm like, Jason, look. <laughs> Literally like, scream. Like it actually, you have no idea. It's like so it makes cute. me so happy. I feel like a dork. Now I sound like a pick me girl. <laughs> I'm a dork. <laughs> Um, quirky. <laughs> I'm just quirky. Um, I jump up and down <laughs> when I get a review. <laughs> Sound oh like gosh. a pick me, but no, it really does like mean so much when I read reviews. Like it actually does make me so happy. And also, not to sound too cheesy, another thing that helps me stay motivated is thinking back to the place where I was forever ago when I was in SD mm-hmm. school and. I would I would be so proud of myself. Like yeah. if my younger self knew where I was now, like she'd be like, What? Like totally. really? Like I just I think remembering where you came from will motivate you because it does for me. Yes. So yes. that for sure. And then what helps me avoid burnout, guys, I'm a self care girly. <laughs> <laughs> Period. <laughs> Love it. Okay. Um, what are your favorite places to shop? Ooh. Well, I'm actually a really cheap shopper. Like, <laughs> I'll splurge every once in a while. I used to be a big shopper. Now I don't really shop. So if I do shop, I like online boutiques like Vici Collection, V-I-C-I. I think they oh, yeah. have really cute clothes. Um, what else do I like? I like Shop Cider. Shop Cider is super cute boutique. Um, and then of course like H&M for cheaper clothes. Yes. But I'm kind of, I don't really shop. I spend all my money on my self care. (laughs) (laughs) What do you like? I feel like you're more of a shopper than I am. I, I am an investment piece shopper. I don't have many clothes, but I invest in quality piece clothing that I'll have for years and years and years. So um skims yes um lululemon oh i do love lulu lulu's the they're good i love it um i recently started branching out to aritzia quality is unmatched i'm obsessed <gasps> my jumpsuit hasn't come i just realized i ordered that three weeks ago you need to message them oh my gosh you just reminded <laughs> me sorry <laughs> um maybe shop in store at aritzia <laughs> Or they might just take your money. Uh, Right. (laughs) Uh, I do love Zara. I feel like Zara is like a more affordable kind of. Oh, that's cute too. Yeah. You know, I love Zara. Um, And Lonely Ghost. I was looking at your hoodie and I was waiting for you to say it. Yeah. That's all I wear. Lonely Ghost. (laughs) Shop my code. Use Alita 10 at checkout. Just kidding. Influencer girl. Um, Oh, also um, Skin Club podcast clothes. Oh, (laughs) Yes. To come, <laughs> yes. Coming soon. Speaking of, yes, we'll we'll get into that question. Yeah. Okay. Um, we kind of already went over favorite body products. Where am I? 
I see where we are. Okay, yeah. Yeah, we can skip that one. We've talked about that a ton. Yeah. Um, how to build confidence as a new SD. Um, don't be scared to try new things. I think just like push yourself out of your comfort zone and to build confidence, just do it. Like and study your booty off. Yeah. Like if you're unsure about something, if you're unsure about a chemical peel, don't put it on someone's face until you study it. Like (laughs) totally. Uh, Yeah. That's kind of what I meant though. At the same time, yeah, I take back some of what I said and regurgitate back what you said. Well, no, but you don't want to be afraid at the same time. I just realized I was contradicting that. Well, I like, did not mean to. I meant it like just do it, like just learn and you should it and just, but not obviously when it's dangerous. Yeah, I didn't realize I was doing that. I'm like, you're wrong, Alita. <laughs> you're like, actually, no, correction. but that's both of them though. Because for me, I'm gonna give a story about me. For okay. me, I have always like. I shouldn't say always, but until like a while into my career, I had always been so intimidated by chemical peels because I'd seen so many horror stories. Okay. And so for me, I would only do baby peels. And honestly, I don't think it was until I even went to revive until I started doing like vitamin A, TC on clients because I was like so terrified because of the horror stories. And so I was like, I'm not going to do anything I'm not comfortable with until like I feel confident. Yeah. So I will only do something if I'm 100% confident in it. But at the same time, like marking my boss is like, you're not going to hurt them. Like, just do it. Yeah. So it's like, I think both of them play a part. Like, just do it. Don't be so scared that you're paralyzing yourself, but also don't be dumb. Yep. Find the happy balance between the two. I think like lean more towards taking a risk. I think, well, just remember like the skin's an organ and it'll always heal itself. But you don't want to scar someone. So just right. err on the side of caution. Right. <laughs> We're so contradictory. Like, I, go for it. But also don't. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like just sitting. It's so... Whenever we record late, I've just... Um, My brain is mush. I did not mean to contradict that. <laughs> no, it's good. Never good. Okay. Okay, this Let's is move on. a fun one. Okay, baby names that we love. But aren't using, I'm having a boy and I'm stuck. This was one of my clients the other day. Um, So let's pull up our baby name list in her phone. Because if you're a normal female, you have a list on your yes. phone. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to rapid fire through my girls and boys list. Okay. Let's hear it. Dottie, Bobby, Billy, Lucky, um, Hart, Birdie, Opal, Nora, and Letty. And then boys are Bo, Colt, Porter, Trip, and Rip. <laughs> Wait, I like how it rhymed. I know. <laughs> That's fun. Those yeah. are so cute, though. I like those. Thank you. Thanks. What are yours? Sometimes I feel insecure because I'm like, are people going to think these are <laughs> not cute? <laughs> so I'm going to okay. skim through my list. My girl list is like freaking long. I've had this since I was like in high school okay i'll say one this isn't on my list anymore but i mean it's still on my list but i know i won't use it in the future okay when i was obsessed with vampire diaries in like junior high i put elena at the top of my list (laughs) i'm not surprised in the slightest um but i will not be doing that but i i'll just name a few i like blakely willa logan hazel harley presley lakely brinley davina serena nadia Jade, Layla, Sadie, Paisley, Kemper. 
Alita right. gave me that idea. Is that cute? Kemper Hall. That's Kemper such a cute Hall name. Is the cutest name ever. Um, so I might use those. <laughs> I guess I did read some. I might use. Yeah. So well, I don't care. Well, it'll be at least another. It'll be years. Year. I'll probably have more names. Yeah. But boys, I'm pretty basic. But the top of my list is Ronan. Cute. Jason hates it. <laughs> I don't know why. We don't agree on any names. I showed him my entire list and. He liked one name out of the boys and girls. He only liked Brinley. And I'm like, okay, hey, that's like one of the most like normal yeah. ones. He likes very normal names. Yes. But I also think Harden is cute. But that's cute. I can't do that because Jason's like, they're going to make fun of him. I'm like, yeah, mm. probably. But it's cute. <laughs> it is cute. I think Elia is cute. I think Wes is cute. Oh, my gosh. Ryder's on my list. I didn't even realize that. Wait, I love that. Should I name Ryder him Hall? after Ryder? That's kind of cute. I know. I think I've always thought Ryder's a cute name. I just realized that's your husband's name. Yeah. I think Bronson's cute. Bronson is such a cute name. But. Cute. That's all. Well, I hope that you can pick a name from our list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I have a friend going through a faith transition. How can I show support when I don't agree with it? I feel like this is super common right now. I'm... Just a lot of people, as they get older, just figure out what's best for themselves. Something that has helped me. I So I do, I mean, I feel this to a degree. Um, showing support, like when someone is going through a faith transition, I feel like you just need to remember, first off, it's not that deep. Yeah. It's not that deep. Like, and frankly... It's not your life. And for you to tell someone that you know it's better for them and their family and their life is very ignorant. And that will make them not want to talk to you. Right. And it's like if someone, let's say like it, let's say that was you and like you and your family decide to move somewhere and someone's like, no, I really don't feel like that's best for your family. It's like, who are you to say that? Like, yeah. Like, who are you to say what I'm going to eat for dinner? I don't care if you like it or not. Like, yeah, it it's really doesn't have to be that deep. And frankly, you don't have to agree with everything that they're doing or like the lifestyle mm-hmm. that they're choosing if that's not what you're wanting to do. But again, you don't have to go out and be vocal about it and tell them that you don't approve of them because frankly, yeah. they don't care. If you still want them to be your friend, just love them. Yeah. If you show any judgment, they're not going to talk to you as much. Mm-hmm. They're going to pull away. And if you love your friend, you're not going to want them to pull away. So just love them. Right. I and that's the best thing you can do. Speaking of like faith, like if this is a religious faith transition, like just remember like what would Jesus do? What would God do? Like, yeah, he would love them anyways. Like love them throughout all of their seasons of life and whatever they're deciding to do. Like he wouldn't. I don't know, push them away for having a different mindset than you. So it isn't, is it, it isn't to say that you're right, they're wrong, because what if in the end we're all wrong? Yeah. <laughs> you know, or everyone yeah. is right. Like you just, you don't know until we get there. It's a very personal so, thing. Yep. Yep. Okay. So that's that one. <laughs> okay. I'm newly engaged and my mother-in-law and sister-in-law don't like me. I go out of my way to be kind and they say condescending things. What do I do? 
Oh no. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Oh. I was so scared when I was dating Jason because he has three sisters, yeah. three older sisters, and he's the baby. And I was terrified. Luckily, they're literally the coolest people ever. <laughs> I love Jason's family. They're so cool. But oh, to be in that situation, I can't personally relate, but I do have friends that have vocalized to me their concerns with in-laws not treating them fairly and I guess I'll tell you what I tell my friends I say if they're not treating you with the same respect you're treating them yes you love your husband but you should not I, I feel like you shouldn't have to put yourself through like if you pull away then that's honestly on them yeah you try to be around them you try to be kind I think that's all you can do. I mean, don't just like give it one chance and be like, I'm done and then not see them. Like give it a try, really try to mend that. But I mean, people, they're going to do what and say what they want to do. And at the end of the day, I think you just, how do I want to word this? You need to be kind to yourself and not Mm -hmm. put yourself through that. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I say be confrontational. Like, this is a family relationship. It's like, what would you say to your sister? You would confront them. You wouldn't just give up on a relationship. But again, also remember, like, you married your spouse, not his mom. Yeah. Not his sister. And frankly, like, if you guys don't vibe, you don't vibe. And you don't have to be best friends. And frankly, it's like, were you always best friends with your sister? Probably not. Mm -hmm. Like, I there's going to be times like you're closer and times that you're not like maybe this is just not the time of life where you guys are close but it's not to say it'll never happen yeah you I know? like that and something too that also that I told my friends too is I like that you said confrontation um tell them like yeah if you're not going to be welcoming if you're not going to be kind like you're going to lose us yeah and that'll probably whip them back in the yeah shade. totally and just, like I just know it's not that hard to be kind yeah it's not I I don't love it when people are like, I'm going to have my spouse tell them, no, snitch, you go tell them. Yeah. Like, stand up for yourself because then they're just going to talk behind your back. You Something my mom taught me is you treat people how to treat you. Yep. And I love that and because I have always been like so afraid of confrontation. I hate it, but it feels so good to stand up for yourself at the yes. same time. Yep, it does. And then you like you don't have to like re-question like, oh, I wish I would have said this. I wish I would have stood up for myself. Because that's like what your subconscious always tells you afterward. Yes. Like when you lose a conversation. You're yeah. Like, oh, I should have said this. I should have said this. No, just say it. Yeah. As soon as it comes to your head, say it. Okay, next one. <laughs> All right. Let's see. How did you and girls meet? How did you girls meet? Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's, that's, I think, what I meant to say. <laughs> How did you girls meet? Um, I'm sorry. I'm not laughing at you. I am in a giggly <laughs> mood. <laughs> but Rachel, um, when did we first hang out? Did we hang out before I worked at Revive? No, we didn't. <laughs> no, we didn't. Because I remember I kind of knew everyone at Revive. Mm-hmm. But I booked a facial with you. Oh, wait, I remember that. Do you remember that? Because you're the yeah. only one I, like, didn't know, but I knew of you because you're friends with Liv and I'm yeah. friends with Liv. 
And so I booked a facial with you before I started working there because I was like, oh, I want to meet her. So that's when we first met when I went to get a facial from Mm -hmm. you. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember the first time we hung out outside of work? Oh, my gosh. I was like, why is she giggling? (laughs) You guys, the first time we hung out outside of school, we went to a sex shop. For a bachelorette party gift. Yes. That was the first time we ever hung out outside of work. And it was like so funny. Like now looking back, I'm like this. That's what brought us here. That situation brought us the here. The sex shop. That was yes. it. But we met at Revive. Um, we're so lucky to just have been in, in the same place at the same time. Because holy cow. Like look how much has changed in a year. I know. Like. What it's a blessing. crazy, like what, how we got brought together, how our husbands got brought together. You guys I heard know. all the bromance last week. Frick. <laughs> now they're working together. <laughs> I know. Now they literally work together and play video games all the time. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And yeah, their dynamic is just so funny to me because they're so different. Like Jason is the outgoing version of Ryder and it's just funny. It's funny to see like. And Ryder's more the blunt version of Jason. Yes. <laughs> That's why they yeah. get along so well. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Like, Jason knows when to hold back. Ryder does, but doesn't do it. And Jason thinks that's hilarious. Yeah. (laughs) And then Jason's the more, like, not even flirty kind of, like. He likes to poke That way to Ryder. Yeah. I know. He just, like, pokes Ryder. He likes to poke for a reaction. (laughs) Yes. And Ryder likes to do that, but not as aggressively yeah jason's just loud and doesn't care if other people hear the things he says freaking love it it's so funny but okay um do you have any regrets in your career choice i don't know if i'm on the right path um you know i can't say that i regret what i chose to do because i love it and it doesn't feel like work and i feel like that's when you know that you made the right choice um, does it scare the crappy jeebies out of me? Yes. The fact that, like, especially with the economy going the way that it is, thank heavens people have a little bit of vanity. Yeah. Like, I, <laughs> no, truly, <laughs> like, true. I don't know what I would do if people were like, oh, wait, I'm going to spend my money in places it needs to be. <laughs> I would be out of a job. Yeah. And I... I don't regret because I I don't know if I've talked about this, but I did go to like I have all my prereqs done for nursing and I'm like ready to apply to the nursing program, but I have not taken that step yet, but I know that that's like a very secure job. But after watching COVID, I'm like, that literally looks like the worst job for me at the moment because high stress is not for me. Yeah. Like Botox filler, yeah, that's for me as a nurse. Working in a hospital with a bunch of ill people, shoot me up. probably not. Yeah, I know. Maybe in the future, <laughs> maybe in a couple of years. Maybe when my girls are in school, I'll go back to school. That's kind of the plan. Actually, I was thinking though, like I would love to go back to school and become like a holistic doctor. How cool! You would be so good for that because like, I feel like you already go. know so much. I have a lot to learn to be a doctor. <laughs> But no, I'm just like, go into the office. I'd let yeah. you prescribe me something. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, just I kidding. really like I think that that would just be so cool. Like in my 40s, 30s, 40s, like going back to school. I mean, that's a lot of debt, but seems cool. 
What about you? Seems cool. <laughs> <laughs> Your face. That was so funny. Um, no, I have zero regrets. I initially went to school for hair and I absolutely hated it. <laughs> so I would have regrets if I was still doing hair. But I absolutely love my job. It is so rewarding. Um, I meet lots of people, which actually, so I have really bad social anxiety. So it was like kind of scary at first for me. But I feel like it's also been the best thing for me because it's helped me, I don't know, learn how to better communicate. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like it's always been like such. It's made you more confident. Yeah. Even like podcasting, like I still don't oh, feel gosh. super confident, but I feel like being forced you need to come a long to way. Talk, <laughs> somehow it's like helping me. And maybe that's why I like podcasting so much because it's in a situation where I feel comfortable. Like I'm just talking to you. Yes. And like with my clients, it's just me and my client. Like I mm-hmm. feel comfortable. I think it's when there's groups, it's a little harder for me, but yeah. I love my job. I have zero regrets. Um, Maybe my only regret is that I did it sooner and didn't have to go through hair school. <laughs> right. Yeah. I wish I would have done it back when I wanted to when I was in high school and just did it in EVIT because I literally could have been licensed for seven years now. Oh, wow. Yeah. I know. I could have been like one of those older estheticians that like you knew girls, you know, but I'm still like, no. We're still young. I think I'm going on year four, year three and a half. Yeah, because you graduated 2018, right? I started school 2018. Oh, okay. I think I graduated early 2019. Okay. Yeah. I graduated okay. early 2019. Okay. But I consider myself a 2018-er because that's when I started, mm-hmm. right? Sure. Sure. Might <laughs> as well. Yeah. Okay. Next one. We only have a couple left, guys. Okay. This one's for you. What tips do you have for balancing being an SD and a mom? Um, I think when you're, when you have your days off, first off, don't work every day, work every other day if you can, or like, I don't know. I think just, at least for me, I know my sweet spot with work where I don't feel like it takes over my life as a mom is that 12 to 25 hours between those 12 to 25 hours, if I can stay in that kind of range a week of working, I feel like I can still be very present on the days that I'm not working. So I'm hoping that like post this next baby, I'm going back down from like 30 to 40 hours a week down to like 20. And then every other day, like the days that I'm not working, I will genuinely have my phone off. Like I need to be back and present. And I think that that's like, just know, like everyone needs to work. Like in this day and age, you need to work ever. Like most households, both parents are working Yeah, and like not being too hard on yourself. But I think that the biggest tip I guess that I have is be present with your child when you have time with them. Um, because something that I learned is it's not about like the quantity of time, but the quality of time that you spend with them. Like they will not care if you spend 15 hours a day, just like hanging out with like in the house with them. 
they're going to care if you spent 15 minutes playing with their bluey toys with them. <laughs> like <laughs> that's, that's what they remember. And that's what they care about is like that individual one-on-one time that you set aside for them. So I look at my work as like my me time, my mental health time to get out of the house and be social. Um, so I, I try to look at my work as it's something that I'm doing for myself rather than I'm doing this so I can provide for my family. I look, I make it selfish, um, because I feel like that just makes me not feel so depleted, (laughs) like that. I'm just always giving, giving, giving. So yeah, I love that. Thanks. Good answer. What's your tips? (laughs) As a dog mom, it's really hard to balance, (laughs) like really hard. (laughs) Yeah. I guess I'll find out one day. Yeah. But I'm just grateful I have you. I literally tell Lita this all the time. She has, <laughs> I feel like every time I see her, she gives me another fact about like birth Factoid. or different things. And I'm like, wow, I'm so grateful it. when I give birth. Like, I just know like. You're going to be ready. I'm going to be ready because you know everything and I'm taking <laughs> you to the hospital with me. <laughs> yes. I would love to be there. Okay. Loving a soul SD, but marketing myself on Insta can be exhausting. Any tips to prevent burnout? Um, follow all of Rachel's tips. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I definitely go in waves. Um, I feel like I've kind of gotten into my groove of like how I like my Instagram to be laid out because the aesthetic has always been super important to me. Mm-hmm. And it's taken me a long time to pin down exactly how I want my aesthetic to be. Um, but for me, what I like to do is I'll go through a bunch of so I've been on a real kick. I'll go through a bunch yes. of reels on Instagram and save the ones that I'm like, oh, I could make a video out of that. I could mm-hmm. make a video out of that and just save it when I'm not feeling creative. And then once I'm feeling like in a creative mood, because I'm not always in the mood, but once yeah. I feel like I'm in a creative mood, I'll go back to those reels I saved and I'll go through them and be like, oh my gosh, like I can make a reel out of this really quick. Like I have an idea with this sound. Yeah. So I think that's something that helps a ton is just saving a bunch of sounds that could potent- could have some potential. Um, so for reels, that's big. And then I also like to just batch because every day, like that is exhausting. Yeah. So Sundays are usually my batch day after church. Um, that's smart. Yeah, I'll just like go through some maybe some things that I learned from like a webinar or something I learned that week and um honestly like make it simple but I've been doing is swipeies and oh yeah when you do swipeies that's more interaction because people stop to look at your post rather mm-hmm. than to just scroll so that's why I do swipeies like six ways to improve your lips swipe exfoliate swipe microneedle so I think yeah. just like different ways you can get people on your feed more I'm kind of going on a tangent, but I no, batch a lot. That's good. What would you say? That. Okay. Do that. Make it simple. Keep it simple. It's not that deep. Yeah. It's really not. And no one's ha- overanalyzing your feed as much as you are. Like, yeah. I used to give myself stress attacks over this. Like, I'm not even kidding. It sounds ridiculous, but I used to care so much about my feed. And now I feel like now that I've gotten to my groove, I'm like, whatever. Like, Yeah. Like, no one's going to be like, oh, my gosh, she literally spent five hours making yeah. this graphic. No. no and I'm a happier person because of it. Yeah. So um. that's my issue is I spend way too much time on things that I shouldn't. <laughs> okay. Our last question is when is merch coming out? Woohoo! 
soon. Guys, it's been a freaking process. Holy <laughs> shiz. We've been working on this merch literally since January. I thought it was going to come out like months ago. Oh, yeah. Same. But apparently we have to get licensing for some Ugh, things and so things. have to go through a bunch of different... And screen printers and... I mean, the whole like design process is like the easiest part. Oh, yeah. We designed our shirts forever ago. Literally so long ago. I have designs that I'm like ready to launch for fall. <laughs> like that's the easy Truly. part. It's figuring it out. But hopefully the next launches will be way easier because we know what we're doing now. Well, and like with the whole like supply supply chain shortages and everything, I feel like that truly takes a toll on everything and everyone for no good reason. So they are coming out. I am hoping an ETA, hopefully within a month, max. Yeah. If not sooner. Yeah. The the shipments are on their way. Um, we ordered the shirt. We did. We finally decided. Oh, and we were I'm so picky screaming. about the style. So we oh actually selected a style. We went and felt the material. They wouldn't let us put the shirt on, which was stupid. Yeah. But we're like, mm, looks nice. Material feels good. We get it. We get a screen printing um, sample of it, put it on, and it doesn't fit the way we want it to fit. Yeah. We wanted it to be a little bit more inclusive sizing. Yeah. So uh, these are going to be perfect, and we just can't wait for you guys to see them. Um, keep an eye out for kind of the vibe on our We're feed. Switching things up a little bit. Still. It's given some hints. Yeah. It's given some hints. So keeping out for that but we're so excited okay okay in honor of may and mental health month we just wanted to read through this really cute thing that we found on pinterest actually and it's the seven pillars of self-care so we're each gonna just go through back and forth and read them to you guys just so you guys can internalize and take a minute and a moment for yourself and maybe make a note of these things to remember them throughout your week. Want to start? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Number one, mental. Mental self-care is about cultivating a healthy mindset through mindfulness and curiosity. I love that. Okay. Number two is emotional. Emotional self-care involves taking care of your heart with a healthy coping with healthy coping strategies. Three, physical. Physical self-care involves taking care of your body with exercise, nutrition, and proper sleep. Four, environmental. Environmental self-care involves taking care of the spaces and places around you. Number five, spiritual. Spiritual self-care involves activities or practices that give a sense of meaning to your life. Six, recreational. Recreational self-care involves making time for hobbies, fun activities, and new experiences. Okay, and number seven, the last one, social. Social self-care involves building relationships with regular connection and healthy boundaries. Yay, so those are the seven pillars. You guys, rewind, go through and listen to those again, and pick one that you want to focus on this week. Maybe make a list of these. We're going to post a little graphic on the feed of the seven pillars of self-care so that you guys can just remember these. Maybe we'll make a swipey. Yes. <laughs> we'll make a swipey. Um, but we just want to encourage you guys to take care of your mental and physical health and remind you guys that we love you and we care about you and we would literally not do this without you guys. We would not be this podcast without you guys and we're so grateful for you. And just thanks for listening to us. Yeah, like thank it's you. 
really so nice watching our numbers Holy cow. just like makes Eek. me we're cry. hitting milestones it's just we appreciate you so much um so if there's anything you want from us to talk about on the podcast or anything we can give you value please message us because we yes. want to cater to you yeah totally i am so with that we will see you guys next week take care of yourselves happy memorial day and yeah we'll chat next week bye guys bye thank you for listening to this week's episode of the skin club podcast don't forget to subscribe rate and review we'd love to hear from you and also go follow us on instagram at the skin club podcast feel free to message us for future episodes and suggestions of what you would like to hear on the podcast thanks for listening Thank mm-hmm. you.